0: We have spent two years Looking into the future, right? Two years of getting as many companies as possible on board. And when COVID hits, we became the platform of choice for the B2B world. They saw the immediate need to transit online. And I believe that that was our real inflection point.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of On Call with Insignia, where you ring up and chat with Southeast Asia's emerging tech leaders. And today we have one of them on call with us. And that's Logan Tan, co-founder and CEO of B2B premium platform Easy. Hi, Logan.
0: Hi, Paolo. Thanks for inviting me.
1: Thanks for coming uh, on our podcast and sharing with us your time. You have this chat about your business and what's happening and uh, what's your take on the current environment that we have. So perhaps you could start off by introducing yourself to the audience.
0: Hi, everyone. As Paolo has introduced, I'm the CEO and co-founder of Easy. My name is Logan Tan. Previously, I was the head of procurement in a local construction firm. And we were buying things from all the ways from excavators to pen and paper, right? And that's when I started realizing having the same process just to process two different types of items that we're buying. Of course, we have excavators, they are high value items and then we have pen and paper, which are low value items. And that's when I started realizing there needed to be a separate process. And back then, in 2017, there was the rise of e-mart Lazada, all the B2C e-commerce. And that's when I started to think about how I can replicate the whole uh, B2C consumer experience onto the business front, especially in terms of procurement for pen and paper, rather than high-value items, right? And that's when and how I started Easy.
1: You mentioned about you know this pain point from your own personal experience right and when you initially went out into the market and started introducing this service what was the initial reaction
0: In terms of B2B, let's look at businesses in the retail sector or even uh, traditional brick and mortar companies, right? Their understanding of uh, digital technology is still relatively limited, even though a lot of them do recognize that the need to go online or to future-proof their business. It's like the dilemma of your brick and mortar store versus e-commerce store, right? Both have a very separate process and a very separate way of structuring the business. For a brick and mortar store, for example, in, typically in B2B, it, it goes by lack of transparency, right? If there's a walk-in, they request for a pen, for example. Different people that walk in, they give different pricing. And that's how B2B works, right? If you are someone from a large company, you walk in, they'll give you a better price. If you are from an ABC company from somewhere, they'll give you a higher price when you walk in. Uh, and that's how B2B used to work. As you go online, that couldn't happen anymore. You kind of have to digitalize the product. Fix a pricing onto the platform and then market it out to the world. So regardless of who and where you're coming from, you sort of need to regard them as the same client, and that is fairly tricky. And that's why when we first started, we had a huge difficulty trying to convince, especially the brick and mortar companies, to to go online and change the way on how they structure their product, or whether it be their pricing and then preparation of their uh, digital information. And that's the first step. When I first started as a head procurement in the previous uh, construction firm, that's when I realized a lot of traditional way of doing things. If I want to buy a pen, I have to go to retail and ask them, hey, how much is this pen? And give me a quotation, we call it. Uh, basically, it's a document that shows you the pricing of the product. And every single time you want to purchase, you have to ask them for this document. And that is the difficulty that I faced. I realized after speaking to some of them that they do want to go online and they recognize the need to, they just don't know how to, whether it be using Shopify or whether it be like using WooCommerce. So I thought of the grand idea where I built the platform where all these businesses, they don't really need to think about, oh, which platform do I have to use? You know, how do I design it? How do I structure the flow of the user experience so I thought about using the platform idea, which is the marketplace, a standardized product where all these businesses, they can come online and then lease their products for free, right? And if they sell, we take a commission. So it's a win-win situation at the both sides without the business owners going through the talk process and the initial resistance is very high if they don't really know how to digitalize and how to go into the e-commerce space. And that's how we initially started. It wasn't smooth selling, but as we go a lot more business owners join and as their competitors join is on our platform more and more retailers will start hopping on the bandwagon and, and that's the trend that we are seeing now.
1: Right. this basically this whole story that you just told us is really the story of digitalization, right? That conversion from brick and mortar to be able to doing things more online. You mentioned at the start, you had difficulty trying to convince them, right? And then later on, now you've been able to convince a lot of businesses, right, to, to go on your platform. And you have several thousands of them on your platform now. What was the inflection point for them? What was the main reason you think that they changed their mind?
0: The first reason is mainly because other people is doing it. As you know, human behavior, right? If they see some of their competitors that's really on our platform, the more chances that they will join our platform, right? Because they don't want to be left out. There's still a lot of education ongoing between Easy and the brick and mortar companies. There's still a lot of engagement from outside try to convince them. The inflection point really happened during the COVID era, where all these companies, instead of us reaching out to them, to the brick and mortar companies, they are reaching out to us. And instead of engaging our account managers on how to set up All these people, they really have a knowledge of how to use an online e-commerce portal, how to list a product. And that's actually just recently that we realized that there's an influx of brick and mortar companies coming to our platform. We have spent two years Looking into the future, right? Two years of getting as many companies as possible on board. And when COVID hits, we became the platform of choice for the B2B world because all their retails, they can't operate anymore. You can't simply go down to a warehouse and a retail store just to buy your products if you're nearby because COVID hits and you're not allowed to meet your suppliers or have face-to-face sales meeting. And that's when they saw the immediate need to transit online. And I believe that that was our real inflection point.
1: It's very recent. Actually, you mentioned it's been COVID-19 that has really changed the dynamic from you going out to businesses and now it's the business going to you guys. So could you describe what that has meant for Easy as a platform?
0: Initially, when I first started, B2B marketplace is still relatively new. It's still in an infancy stage. And we are starting to see that Businesses recognise the need to digitalize and that is very important because as a marketplace, there are always two sides of the story. For the first one and a half years, we were very, very focused on the supply side because without the supplies, there's nothing for the buyers to purchase, right? So we are very focused on helping local brand and mortar companies make the best product information on our portal so that the buyers can make informed choice. And of course, having good supplier relationship with them, trying to negotiate a better pricing on a portal so that our business buyers can benefit from that. And then if you look at the buyer standpoint, within this COVID era actually during the two months of circuit breaker, right? uh, We have seen a rise and spike in meetings over conference call, just to really, for them to reach out to us and say, hey, you know, during this COVID, I want to explore trying to use e-commerce to make purchases for my organization. And that has never been on the mind of a lot of companies. Let's face it, right? Buying pen and paper is not necessarily the topmost priority for majority of the companies. But does this pinpoint that, you are buying all these low-hanging items with high frequency that occupies majority of your manpower's time. But it is not substantial enough for you to go and solve it in a process standpoint because it requires restructuring of the entire organization process flow just to tackle a problem that has been there for the past 30, 40 years. And COVID-19 has really helped us uh, in terms of this circuit breaker for everyone to rethink how they are doing things. And the government has been pushing uh, for businesses to digitalize. And I think that we are seeing a wave where government recognize the need as well and also of course, I think that's multi-pronged approach, right? People are starting to see this trend and business leaders, they are recognising the need could be influenced from the government. It could be influenced from their peers in the industry. It could be because of COVID. So there's multiple factors that are influencing them. And of course, they as a large organisation, it takes time for them to slowly migrate their processes. It's not an overnight process. So COVID-19 has helped us in educating the organisation to rethink their processes and how they can future-proof themselves without a huge impact. And supply chain has been number one topic around the world, right? Uh, Because of the mask shortage, uh, because of the sanitizer shortage. And majority of all these products come from a variety of countries like China, majority, Indonesia and Vietnam. And when COVID-19 hits, they shut down the entire supply. And that's when a lot of businesses, they were actually hit by this shock. This shock that has never happened before. They have never received shortages in terms of their supply chain, and they have never received a factory unable to export their products. That kind of helped them to rethink how they want to do their supply chain, especially putting in the limelight of buying all these uh, virus-related products. And our platform has been the beneficiary for this during that period. What happened is that there was an influx of inquiries or orders on these virus-related products due to our interview with them we found out that majority of all these larger enterprises they only have a very few selected vendors in every single category and if you look at process flow right onboarding a supplier uh, in a business standpoint or corporation standpoint has been very very tedious they go through multi-layer checks that they have to validate the supplier but currently our platform does it for them and we can do it at scale Every single one category, we have 20 over suppliers in every single category. And what it does and means to every single organization that's online with us, right, is that by just onboarding and registering an account, they get access to all these vendors without going through all the checks. Easy does the verification for them and make sure that they're a legitimate supplier, they're selling legitimate goods. We check all this uh, when they onboard. And that's when the network effect will come in. Right. As a supplier cu- coming on, they just need to do one-time verification and they can sell to the thousands of businesses that's out there right, on the platform. Whereas on the buyer standpoint, they don't have to go and onboard like 20 over just to just because they want to buy masks. There's no way that you know, in a normal time, that they will have enough demand to maintain the relationship with the supplier in a particular category. Let's say there's 23 suppliers selling masks, right? And that's what our platform can do. Our platform create a common ground where all these businesses that come in, they can compare which supplier sells the most competitive mask or the mask that suit their requirement, that certain certification that is required, and then they can make the purchase and check out immediately, rather than having to wait for days on end for the supplier to reply them. And that's what we have been seeing in the, in the
1: market. Right. And I think if there's one way to really summarize what you've just shared, it's really that flexibility that you're able to give both ends of the marketplace. I think there's a recurring question across different industries of whether or not the digitalization that COVID-19 has sort of induced will carry on for the long term, right? And will it be sustainable? You know, will the new behaviors that we're seeing now be drawn out for the long term? What's your take in terms of the procurement experience in Southeast Asia? How will it be different coming out of this crisis?
0: I think in terms of coming up this crisis, a lot of business leaders, they have been forced to rethink their strategy, their business processes and how they can future proof themselves. And we have seen actually within these two months that even some of the business leaders, although they are not in office or their business is not operating, uh, but they are actually uh, taking active steps to onboard onto our platform within their organization. So they are taking this downtime to actually transform the way that they're doing things. This is a once-in-a-lifetime pandemic, right? And like what the ministers have said, in the future, there are going to be more cases like that, and there are going to be more viruses that's going to sprout up. And that's when people uh, you know, they are once bitten, twice shy, right? And how I see that coming out of Southeast Asia, a lot of businesses will be forced to go online and transform their entire processes.
1: Yeah, so definitely, I think, you know, there's this learning curve, and then businesses are coming out of this learning curve, and they're becoming more prepared to face similar crises, as you mentioned. What does that mean for easy as a platform right now? Like you've talked a lot about the marketplace. How will this scale moving forward as more businesses, as you mentioned, become digitalized and, you know, want this kind of offering? How are you going to make it easier for them to access it and integrate it into their business operations? There's one thing that we
0: have been exploring for the past few months and it's something that we have launched recently, right? is the integration to procurement software. While we were developing our product and we were thinking about how are we going to differentiate ourselves from the likes of e 2 e-commerce or C2C e-commerce like Carousel, Lazada, Q10. What can we do that are different from what they can do and what they can offer, right? And then what do our clients face on a daily basis? So we constantly ask ourselves, and as we onboard more and more uh, businesses or corporation on a platform, we constantly ask them, what is the problems that you are facing, any issues or anything that we can improve? And that's when we realize that there are multiple issues after onboarding our platform that they face, right? And us being all, always helping our clients have the best experience possible on a platform. And to solve the pain point that they have been facing, whether it be using our platform or using their own internal procurement system, is to be able to fuse these two systems together so that they can have an end-to-end experience without having to manage two different logins and have a seamless data transfer back into their procurement system. Because if you look at it, where I came from in the construction industry, we were actually using SAP Ariba to make purchases. And although SAP Ariba is a relatively new software that has been, you know, in the market for a really long time, really established with all the features, yet they couldn't solve a particular thing that we are solving, which is catalog purchasing. And in order for external party to come into SAP Ariba and to have that end-to-end flow, it requires a deep integration. And as everyone knows in the B2B world, integrating with a huge software company like SAP and Oracle, all this is not something that's very simple. What we have done for the past few months is that we have figured that this is one of our growth strategies that we want to go towards. And what it means is by leveraging and integrating our platform into all this procurement software, we're actually leveraging on a network of customers, right? Because SAP has a huge base of enterprise clients and we only need to do this integration once. After doing the integration once, it's about um, selling this integration feature to every single one of the SAP clients and that's why we always call all these procurement software our partners. Let's take a step back. So why would SAP want to let us integrate? So SAP also have the same analogy as us, right? By putting their client first, how do they give their clients a very seamless procurement experience and it's by working with us. By integrating with us, SAP clients actually doesn't have to leave the platform to actually make a procurement purchase, right? Compared to previously, they have to actually leave the procurement software, source for the products, and then they come back to the platform again to key in the details. Whereas now, they just have to click a button, access our portal, and it's still within the SAP software. After the checkout, all the information will be passed back to the SAP Ariba with all the information pre-filled. And that's the thing that we can do with this integration. We are seeing very exciting trend that has been ongoing with a lot of companies engaging us to do the integration along with our partners also advertising for us or advocating for us to their clients because they see that it's a plus point for them. Their clients don't get to leave their platform and that's what they want. They want you to use their platform even more. And what we want is all these transactions to flow trust. We want to facilitate the trade and to make procurement of these products as seamless as possible.
1: Yeah, that sounds really great because from what you've said, it seems like it's a win for uh, these softwares like SAP Ariba and Coupa. And it's also a win for the businesses, the buyers, right? And it's also a win for you guys because your network grows as well. And you've transitioned from just being a marketplace to now having these integrations. What's next for EZ as an ecosystem, say, in the next five years?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. We have always been thinking about how we can further improve the whole procurement or the supply chain process, right? And recently, we are actually very proud to announce that we are ongoing through building our first prototype uh, for a smart machine, similar to the Amazon Go concept. You see, the, the beauty of B2B is that it is in such an infancy stage, where the future of are actually was being implemented on the consumer front. And then, how we are looking at things is we are looking at how the consumer retail is playing out, how Amazon is doing their logistics and how they are building cool concepts like Amazon Go. When we first saw the idea, we were pitching to our end client on an idea where we can take over their warehouse and fully uh, digitalize it into a people's warehouse. So now, uh, if you look at every single operating plant in Singapore, whether it be in the, they are in aerospace or, or in gas industry, they always have a huge warehouse within their operating facility. And these warehouse are managed by a few people getting the inventory to reduce the supply chain lead time from the supplier, from placement of order to the production floor. And one of the concepts that we're exploring, like I mentioned earlier, is the Amazon Go concept in the B2B world, where in all these industrial facility, we will have software to take over the entire warehouse and then digitalize the entire concept. So, in it, what it means in future is that when you want to take, for example, a screw from the warehouse, you just have to open up the easiest app, you scan it, you walk in, and then you take a box of screw and you walk out. And that will automatically issue out a purchase order. All this documentation will be automated. And that's what we are building towards. We want to bring the whole e-commerce experience to the real life, where you walk in, and then you pick the items off the stall, and then you walk out. And that's the whole physical experience of e-commerce. And to make that even more seamless for our end clients. And what it means for our end clients is that they don't have to hire people to sit there and process documentation because they have to draw certain inventory. And they have to keep track of every inventory that is being drawn from the warehouse. And as well as managing the cash flow, how much inventory to keep in the warehouse, etc. Et so we are actually replicating the whole solution. And then customizing bits and pieces of it to fit into the B two B world. That's what we have been building towards the future of e commerce.
1: Very interesting how you've already made the online experience seamless uh, with integration. Now you're trying to make the physical experience also seamless, right, for her, this B two B commerce. But in the meantime, uh, you also have some exciting news with regards to the Singapore Shenzhen Smart City initiative. So I've read that you guys are part of an initiative where you guys will be connecting Singapore SMEs with more than 4 million Chinese businesses. So it sounds like huge network growth. Could you tell us more about this new initiative?
0: So our initial vision was really to help connect businesses within Singapore. And our ultimate vision is, of course, to connect them globally, right? And that's why this partnership is really, really important because what it does is that the partners that we have, which is OneConnect, backed by one of the largest insurers in China, Ping'an, and this is their technology firm, right? they really have a network of 4 million small-medium enterprises in China. And by connecting these two platforms, which is easy and they are OneConnect platform together, we are enabling a digital trade between um two countries and this is one of the first that Singapore and China has done. What it benefits is being able to accelerate the entire process of trading. Previously, there wasn't really an intermediary to connect these two. If you want to buy certain things, either you make a physical trip down to China to meet with the suppliers and then meet with the buyer to sell sell your catalogue, right? But now everything is facilitated. We have our network of sellers, and they have their network of buyers. And then if we connect them, both of them together, they are able to transact seamlessly between the two countries. Cross-border trade has always been a major pain point of any business, whether it be you're buying or selling, because of trust. If you want to buy something from overseas, you always point to this dilemma of whether should you, you know, pay for the Goods first, or whether should you receive the goods and then pay for the goods, and that's why it's important to work through a platform like Easy and One Connect because the platform essentially becomes the intermediary to facilitate the trade. To say, hey, you know, you have an intent to buy a product, why don't uh, you facilitate through our platform? Our platform will make sure that once you receive the goods and it's in good order, then we release the money, and that's when the trust is built because now we have our own network and this network trusts us in our own country. Similarly for OneConnect, they have a network of millions of enterprises on it and they trust that platform in China. By connecting both of these platforms together, we establish a bridge between the trust and to be able to connect the network that we have. This is one of the projects that uh, has been very interesting for us and it's always been our vision to help local enterprises market overseas. Of course, now we have done very well in Singapore and then we are taking small steps towards globalisation and helping them expand beyond. Of course, uh, doing it vice versa as well. What what it means for China enterprises to be able to you know uh, sell goods to Singapore.
1: Congratulations on the new project you've talked a lot about creating trust and in terms of like cross-border trade and also platformizing the space right uh, could you relate that to how you see the procurement space for Southeast Asia in the next five to ten years
0: the b2b procurement space is still in a very infancy very early stage recently I spoke to someone in the consultancy field he told me is that across all the large organizations that they are seeing right out of 10 there are probably only 0.5 company out there that are really using e-commerce as a way of catalog purchasing and he see a huge rush into this concept there's a lot more interest but of course it takes time for this company to onboard revamp their processes so if you look into it, right on the perspective of all these larger corporates they have operating facility all over the world right? whether it be in china whether it be in malaysia and the products that they're buying like pilot pen or even their A4 paper, they're actually buying the same brand of the product or slightly different product, but in every single country that they go to, they have to re-establish the entire supply chain. They have to work with different suppliers, but they're actually buying the same type of product. Our vision is really to help these uh, larger corporates and wherever they go, easy will be a platform where they interface with to purchase these products for example, you're entering into Malaysia and you want to buy these products, all you have to do is to onboard with Easy's platform in Malaysia and then you're able to have access to all the SMEs or all the retailers that are selling these products. And you just have to interface with one platform to gain the multitude of suppliers that's really there. So regardless of where you're from, as long as you want to enter a single country to purchase all your pen and paper, and etc., or even hand tools, you're able to just hop onto the platform and then you gain access to all these suppliers. And that's what we eventually hope to do in the next 5 to 10 years.
1: Right, so on that note, I'm looking forward to you and your team at Easy achieving this vision in the next 5 to 10 years. That's all the time we have for today. Thanks so much again, Logan, for coming on. Yeah, thanks. Thanks so much, Paulo. Thanks for having me. For more episodes, you can head to Spotify, iTunes, Waves, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.